Um, I was quite humbled when someone asked me to autograph one of their cubes, I think, at 625. Um, and someone oh. asked me to autograph their shirt. Man, at, uh, let's, let's be real. That, that, that's... Man, Manu, the urine over your head. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Over Inspected Podcast. And you already know that it is the greatest. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Manu, carry. I'm waiting. I'm the waiting. greatest. Greatest speed cubing podcast in the in world. In the world. Baby. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. You know it. The it's one true. Only. Number and one guys, out of billions. Um, yeah. Always alongside my co host, Carrie Huang, Mr. Manu Singh. Hello. Hi. Um, but today we got a, a really important episode today. Now, when we uh, made season one for the Overinspected podcast, um, we didn't quite have this foresight of what exactly this podcast might be. We had a vision. We had a vision of being able to have this YouTube discography of hours and oh hours god, of you're so right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on wherever wherever we decided to put it, on RedCircle.com, right? We had this whole like idea of what we wanted this to be. We wanted people to find us and just never look back, right? But here's the thing. We didn't exactly understand what we wanted to execute to get there. We just started doing things, right? <laughs> so for season two, we clearly laid it out to you folks that we were gonna do 20 episodes for season two. Episode 21 to episode 40, with a little cheat episode in between. So, this is interesting because Manu, Carrie, this episode is all truly about reminiscing the Overinspected podcast. Indeed. We are on the season two season finale. Isn't oh that yeah, crazy? yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it. It is. The, it's the season finale, season two of Over Inspected, and I think the way you, you phrase it is is perfect. Like when we first started Over Inspected, I remember you and I were sitting in my room, in the same room that you're you're sitting in right now, actually. And yeah, we were like, actually. you know, if we make a podcast, um, let's make let, like we just thought of some ideas. Like, okay, we can talk about these things for ten episodes. And I remember, I think you were like, well, what if we want to do more than ten episodes? And I, I here's what I said. At the time, I was like, or maybe, or maybe I had the roles reversed. One of us was like, if we get past ten episodes, this is a massive success. If we can, mm -hmm. I know, yeah, we're, yeah. I I remember like one of us brought up some some statistic that like ninety percent of podcasts don't get past like the third episode. So like, just being able really? to survive past that great. Oh, maybe it wasn't that wow. extreme, but I just remember like there's some stat that like blows your mind that like oh most people don't like don't commit to the bit. But we've mm. committed to the bit for one and a half years. True, yeah. 40 mm -hmm. episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is very wild to think that, like, you're right. When we first started, we were like, it would be really cool if we hit, like, some mass, right? And, like, there's just all this content that's just out there so that when new viewers come to watch, like, they have loads of stuff to already watch. Like, they can start episode one if they want. They can start halfway in between. The, the, over Instructed has lore. Like, there, there's, like, things that we refer back to um so like there's loads of videos that we all ha that we already have um and yeah i would say mission accomplished so far yeah that's true and i also want to point out that like the season one finale we actually didn't know that was going to be a finale at the time <laughs> so this is the first time that we're actually filming one while realizing it's like a finishing point of 
part of the project. Right, right. It's the first time we get to reminisce. Yeah, I agree. I think, so before we, I think at some point, we should definitely pick out our favorite episodes and our favorite mm -hmm. moments. Definitely. But when I think about season one and I think about season two, I feel like for season two, we did raw execution of everything that we've learned from season one. And I feel like season one, there's a lot of learning curves. I think in season one, we had to really figure out some like, how are we gonna schedule ourselves to do this, right? In season one, like, how are we gonna formulate the content? In season one, Manu, you're a brand new editor. How are brand we gonna new. edit? Yeah. Right? And I think at some point along the lines, we figured it out at the end of season one, but we just ran out of episodes. We ran out of gas. Yeah. And we decided yeah. that at that moment it was time. When season two hit, I think season two is the best version. It would be the final draft of what season one could have been. So when I think about it like that, I think season two is inherently a better season than season one. Not, not necessarily on the content front, but on the creator front as well. I think we all felt season two, the workflow, the experience, mm -hmm. the conversations was just a lot better. Um, and I think season three, when we ever get to that point, will be a season of experimentation. Mm. I think season three will probably, and we don't exactly know what that looks like, but I think, honestly, I think all of us are going to agree that we could definitely there's so many ideas that we want to implement oh into my goodness if there's one but thing the, that we're good yeah. at it's that the three of us are like very very creative and we have quite a bit of drive to make those things happen so if we have an idea if we just randomly mentioned something before i think there's a pretty decent odds that it actually gets done at some point in the future true and i just think that like you know i think season three could be like season two but i actually think season three will be a new chapter in Over Inspected and a new chapter in Keeper's Life, to be honest with you. That, that's a good point. But that's, yeah. that's how I feel about it. It's like nothing related to just another season. I think it's just like a storyline, you know? Well, I mean, that's part of the yeah. goal, right? The goal is to do bigger and better every single, every single uh, time we do this. Um, and I think we've achieved that so far, right? Like, I think you're right. Season one, um, if you go back and watch like some of the old episodes, episode one, episode two, I think they're getting to the point where now, like, maybe if I listen to them, I might be like, okay, that was kind of cringe. Like, why is he, why is he doing this kind of stuff? Even my camera quality was worse, right? Um, yeah. But there's a lot of things that have changed since then. Um, I think basically all of them are for better, so. Yeah, and the other thing I was going to say is that I like the word experimentation for season three, because it means that, like, if we want to try something that's a complete, like, pivot from before, like filming an episode in a hotel room and even if it doesn't turn out to be like more enjoyable it's different and it, it like teaches us you know it kind of if you imagine the map of things we've tried and like most of it's clouded in darkness we've lit up another corner of that map oh no even if it's not as good it, it, we're, exactly. it's like an open mean, oh, world no. it's open world exploration now <laughs> it is oh, open world I, yeah I figured it'd also be a really quick shout out, and I, I want to make this very clear that this is a shout out. I love the idea. Uh, I've been on a on this huge gripe about what I think cubing content has become, right? Like I'm not I'm not really engaged by cubing content. I think that has something to do with the fact that 
I'm, I've become more of an adult. And then mm. maybe what I find enjoyable is different. But I want to point out here that finally, there is another podcast featuring Cubers worth listening to. Yes, yes. And man, oh. that, that first episode, I had such a great time. But it is called Are you talking about The Solve Guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was about to blurt it out, but I wanted you to have the honors of saying it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, big, big Tingman yeah. and TNL Cubing. Mm-hmm. Getting getting their they podcast off the ground, it. I think. Uh, so they had been talking about it for several, for at least like a month or two, I think, right? And now it's like mm-hmm. finally off, oh, up yeah. and off the ground. I love. The I think it was like at, at least three months, because like, I know like Tingman, or, or like it was at least a month between when he filmed an episode and like uploaded it. But then it was like another two months before that when he first like asked me, "Do you want to be on the pod?" Mm. So they have a like yeah. you know I guess a quite a long kind of production cycle but i like yeah, like you said manu i like that their concept of like this podcast is about solving problems and coming up with yep. creative solutions see yep. that's ours is just ramble ramble these podcasts <laughs> like they serve different purposes but i just want to point like it's so nice having podcast content from cubers yeah and and in a way that i can definitely appreciate and i think in the world of like I don't want to say the world of real podcasts, but in the world of the developed podcast space, it feels like Tingman and TNL Cubing's podcast is the podcast version and the Cuber version of Michelle Carey, and I love that. Interesting. Okay. I, I love that concept of being able to take problems and solving it from a Cuber's perspective, and I think it could be extremely entertaining. I think that podcast could get strangely dark. And I think they will, which is going to be very interesting. Dark. To, interesting. Yeah, I think so. I think there's going to be really, really dark moments in that podcast, to be honest with you. Hmm. Interesting. And so I, I guess one thing I will leak, I, it, it's a technically a leak at this very moment, but I think once the podcast, once this episode releases, it, it will already be out. Um, I actually listened to the second episode of the podcast because I think it was accidentally <laughs> uploaded to Google Podcasts. Is um, it still there? I oh, was it an accident? I, so I listened to it yesterday, so it might still be oh. there. Maybe it's gone. Um, but I think yeah, like the that there were bits of that that were like, hmm, like this is like this is interesting, like not what I would have expected to hear necessarily. And I think it's a good it's like avenue. A lot, a lot more, yeah, it's an unexplored content space. Yes, and I just definitely. love that it's in content. I love that it's in a podcast form. Mm-hmm. And I find our podcasts, we tend to be along the lines of, well, I think we modeled our podcast off of Trash Taste, Basically, for example, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, we modeled our, our concept off of Trash Taste, but I definitely view our podcast as just as just a very, a very conversational cubing podcast about us, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's, it's a much different avenue. But at the end of the day, like, I want to... I want to say that Solve Guys was really good, and I'm really excited because I think I have a larger vision for cubing in general, and that larger vision requires developed content, you know, for cubing. Sure. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. And I just, I just like where this is going. I think cubing is going in the right direction now. I mean, look, there's a reason why we call ourselves the greatest speed cubing podcast in the world is because we are the only real. Many. Yeah, there literally are not that many, <laughs> and like there are not many that are still that are like still active, right? Um, that was one thing that Chai and I really wanted to fix when, or we, we didn't want to follow that rabbit hole. Um, is like the other ones, like, they like start uploading and they kind of just like die off. And I guess that kind of happened to us a, a little bit too last year. 
but um but i mean we're, we're back better than ever um and i think we're getting pretty close to eclipsing most of like becoming the longest running podcast in the speed dreaming space i think we're probably getting relatively Ooh. close to that now so i think we I are getting close that. i think by the time we pass episode season three yeah i want to say like 50 or 60 find, yeah yeah you'd be remiss to find one that is quite at the frequency that ours has become Right. But I don't know. I just really like it. You know, I like turning our podcasts into this basically like this Joe Rogan experience, <laughs> you know, like this of just anything goes kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and here's another thing I really love about this is like, I think it's a great like the podcast is, is honestly an excuse for us to just hang out. Um, and we just get to talk about like cubing or honestly sometimes we don't talk about cubing do you guys remember the one episode we did that was like ranking pokemon the pokemon starters? one yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah, what yeah. was that like those... that, it has nothing to do with cubing <laughs> at all we're, we're just there we're just hanging out we're we're dunking on, out, on uh, Poplio because Poplio is by far the worst starter. Don't have me. I mean, Poplio was, I mean, was not bad competitive. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, uh, Primarina. Primarina is awesome. Primarina is awesome. Primarina is awesome. Primarina is we were planning on talking about like which episode from the past we remember remember the best, and I feel like the fact that we've already just brought it up without even asking a question answers oh. that. <laughs> like, it's the ones that stand out. Mm, it's like when our conversations so drift away from cubing we, that we like so remember them the best. You and I were in the last two competitions back to back weeks. Oh, it was a long weeks. two weeks. It was a long that two we, weeks that we were doing that this. We, that but six two five. Yeah. Six two five, and then. I think two weeks prior to that, Berkeley Pride, and then Cubing USA Western Championships 2023. Yep. And the craziest thing is that people would stop us and tell us that we were the greatest speaking podcast in the at, world. Especially at 625, because the, the table that we were set up to stream at was near where the competitors would like enter and stuff. Yeah, I just wanted to I just wanted to shout out all you guys that truly, genuinely listen to the podcast and. I think at the end of the day, we, we we want you to get to know us, you know? Yeah. I think yeah, cubing exactly. could be a lot more personal. And I think there is a whole component to cubing that's about life lessons. I think there's a whole component mm-hmm. to cubing that's about um, um, ethical, you know, quandaries, stuff like that. And then, you know, we, we aim to tackle all those things. And I think people think about those things. And mm-hmm. a, a great one to like talk about is just well, like what does it mean to have a World Cube Association where we have like 500 competitors in a competition and no security, mm-hmm. right? right? And we yeah. talk about this, yeah. right? So like that's one of those things that's that's really really important. How do we prevent the World Cube Association from becoming Super Smash Brothers Melee, right? So like mm-hmm. just little things like that, where, like you would never ever like talk about that on like a youtube video just as is but right right i mean those those videos would not do well and to be honest those podcasts did not do well like if you want to look at the numbers they didn't do well but the thing is like the the whole point of this like the podcast space is to talk about the things that we think are interesting and you know these are these are things that like like it or not like these are things that like we have to discuss um they're they're like the dark sides of cubing if you will but it just it just comes with the territory of as cubing is growing um, to a wider and wider audience literally every single week um, it, it's all this stuff just happens and it's important to nip it in the bud you know yeah but yeah and I also think um, like for a lot of these topics also sometimes I feel like I personally don't have like 
a strong enough conviction with one of the topics to make an outright YouTube video, like my opinion on XYZ. But I feel like, you know, when we have the podcast continually going, it's like, oh, why don't we just like kind of do a little banter about this trending topic, even Mm -hmm. if, you know, we have slightly conflicting opinions. It's like, it helps us like clear the air and like make it more okay to talk about. Yeah, even it's, if you it's, it's like a don't forum know exactly setting where you stand. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a yeah, conversation. Like a forum. Yeah, it's a yeah, conversation. Exactly. Yeah. We're not keyboard warriors, you know. We're 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 uh, microphone warriors. We're microphone. I know. Warriors. Um, I do want yeah, to say the go, microphone. going back a little bit. Um, when we're 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 uh, doing this, shouting out like people like you know people telling us we're greatest speaking podcast. One one thing I think was which was critical in the um in the rebirth of Overinspected season two was uh, last year during Western Championships at, at UCLA. Um, this was September September or, or October, I think. Um, I was just there to compete and um, someone stopped me um, as I was, as I was just, I think I was just hanging out. And um, it seemed that she was a mother of a competitor. And she she said to me like, oh, I recognize you. You're from you're from the podcast, right? The, the Cubing podcast. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 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 that, that's us. Like. And I, I was surprised. I was like, you know, like I'm, I'm basically a nobody, right? My claim to fame is some clock NR from like 10 years ago, um, and no, like no one knows, no one should know who I am. And I was like, uh, do you listen to the podcast? That's that's awesome. And what she said was was quite inspiring. So she told me that she had listened to the podcast and she really enjoyed it, and she was wondering when new episodes were going to come out because, to her, as um, as you know, a parent in the world of cubing. She actually found the podcast really useful to kind of understand like what like what was going on in the world of speed cubing, kind of from like a more of like an adult's perspective, and like very quickly understand like what what topics are going on in the world of speed cubing. And she said that that really helped her like relate to her son a little bit, and it made I, I don't remember if she exactly said this, but I get got the impression that she enjoyed going to the competitions more because she understood more about like what was going on and she felt like she was more connected to the community and that way she felt like she could support her son better and that i was just like this is not what we had anticipated like but that's not why we started the podcast yeah oh really i didn't tell you this yeah 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 and i think uh, i do remember you mentioning that um but yeah i think it like it helps like frame almost like the role that we have in the cubing community because i feel like we are like quite a bit older than a lot of the newbie cubers but we're not like parents yet so like maybe we help bridge the gap between generations and even though that's like not the like the initial reason why we started the podcast it's like definitely i'm like very grateful and glad that like that's kind of something we've been able to accomplish bridging the gap yeah, yeah. I mean, when I heard it, I was like, wow, like, this is, it's not what I had anticipated, but if that's something that you can take away from the podcast, then, like, that, that's, that's awesome. I'm so glad that, like, this exists for, for you in this way. And after that, I was like, okay, like, we need to start thinking about potentially getting this started again. Because if this is, if it's having that kind of impact on people, then there's no reason why we shouldn't continue, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then we made another twenty episodes. And here, here you go. So if you if you were that parent who um, who came up to me during Western Champs last year and you're listening to this, thank you. Um, it was definitely good motivation. It was great to hear to hear from you. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. How like, look, let's 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 be honest. Like we're not that big, but it's really oh. nice to it's really nice to really see in person the people that impact because every every one person is 
is one person life changed, right? And I'm not saying we're life changing as a presence. <laughs> I'm just saying that, well, I'm glad to be able to provide an impact. And like this podcast and like as you're explaining this Manu, it really gets me thinking about the entire history the of the WCA and how it has come to how it has come and like I think a lot and of like, people would agree that right now the World Peace Association has a lot of problems to fix right and one of the biggest problems is that the Cuban community as a whole has gotten progressively younger what does that mean if your competitors are getting younger your staffers are getting younger and I thought that a huge issue that I've now identified the 25, 25 to 35-year-olds 35 35 who were in who the were WC in community the WC were rocking and rolling back in the heyday, five, six, five, seven, six, seven, ten years ago. Ten years ago. They phased they themselves, phased out, themselves of the out of the community. Mm-hmm. Rather than getting back to the community, to the community in a community different in a format, different in a different format, way, different they phase themselves out and they go on. Because of burnout, because of whatever reason, because it's not for them anymore, because they can't compete. But they're gone. But they're gone. Like that's just like that's a fact, just of life. fact of life. I have friends I like think, that. I have yeah. friends like that. Yeah. And I find it, and very, I find it interesting very interesting that we're in a, we're key, in a position key position where we are, where at, we the are age at the age of biggest, of biggest impact, impact of anyone, of anyone in any part of any the Cuban community. community. Because of like, well, because I mean, we don't have like a ton of responsibilities, right? Exactly. We care a lot about the Cuban community, but we're not like heavily invested in the competitive component of it anymore. Right. Right. But the fact but that the we're kind of engaging in this conversation and being able to being able have Cubing bridge the gap bridge between the gap what it means to be a 10-year-old Cuber and a 25-year-old staff member is really, really key. Because eventually, you're going to need the World Cube Association as a whole, as an organization, to be led by adults. Right? And you're going to need the organization as a whole for the vision to fully come to life, to have all these people in a position of giving back. Right, like truly right, like giving truly back. Giving and that requires back. a lot, of, requires mental a lot of mental maturity. And I think for me, think for me it's a really, it's really, a good, really time good time to really continue, really continue to, give back, to give back. Right, we're in a right? power, in a power where we can give we can so give much, back, so to much back to community and just let people, just compete. Let people compete. Like this, you like know, this, I think you know, this is really this like, is really like it, that's what got it, me that's thinking. You told me that story. I think we're at the perfect age to give back to the community too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. mean, and I mean, even, and you, even, even not even like you, even not even like the podcast, like, even if it's just like, even if it's just like, um, even if it's just like putting on competitions, trying to make them like better. I think we've gotten, I think we've gotten, I think I remember, I think I remember posted today in the WCC community Discord about, hey, like Western Championships happened. We hope you enjoyed. What, like, do you have any feedback? And overwhelmingly, I think quite a number of people have been like, yeah, this was, this was great. We've we watched um, vlo- a couple of vlogs as well um, from people who have published those, and a lot of the feedback is very very positive. So yeah. even if it's just and like it's... that, just to, just for to hear someone say like, oh yeah, this was one of the better competitions I've been to. Like they had like they had a merch booth that was awesome. They had a photo booth that was cool. Signing, wow, I've never seen that at a regional before. And then think about it. There's post comp. Post comp. You still have the live stream. You also have content like the podcast that we have here today. I mean, we could spend like hours and hours just talking about Western Championships, um, which we probably should, by the way. It was a great competition, Mm -hmm. but like we have this post-comp content that is not just a vlog, right? And then it doesn't stop here. 
So it's just like this whole immersive experience of being a part of the Cuban community that you know we can definitely influence going forward. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I actually kind of wanted to pivot just a little bit. Um, this might be throwing you guys in the moment, in the spotlight. Oh, all right. Let's but see. I was curious okay. if I you guys had a favorite episode of Over Inspected or <sighs> most memorable one to you. Oh, actually, I can think one of them just instantly popped in my head. Okay, go for it. Not because I think it was the highest quality or, or like best, but just because like I think it pushed me to like act on my feet the most. And that was the one where I was on the Berkeley, like the Berkeley Cube Cube Club retreat in Yosemite. Ah, and yeah. like we had all the me- like current members of the Berkeley Cube Club and I was like, quote unquote, interviewing them. That was like very unconventional. Very, very and <laughs> Yeah, I-, I feel like. Probably like you two had no idea what was gonna happen. I mean, um, so I think so. For anyone who doesn't know, if you haven't already figured it out, we never script any of these. We have like an idea of like, okay, we're gonna talk about something in this general area, and sometimes we have like some sub points. But man, dude, that that Berkeley Cube Club episode during retreat was just completely something else. It was completely yeah, wild. I, <laughs> I mean, also because like I don't think I have. Well, one is like I don't. There's there's certain people in that club that I like didn't know that well, um, mm. but then like I sort of had to take on the role of like host and kind of like ask them questions, just a couple about like how their thoughts about cubing, and I think that sort of forced me to like get to know people, uh, like push the boundaries of like their thoughts on cubing, um, and I guess like I had to take the driver's seat essentially, and I think in a lot of these, you know cubing interactions it's very easy to take the passenger or yeah passenger seat um, unless you're sort of like thrust into it like that so yeah I, I would say that episode to me is the one that stands out in my head the most as like an episode of over inspected that like you know i will never forget yeah i guess it was two episodes technically that's true it that's was true two we took we only like we originally only planned to record one that day but we had to turn it to two because we just couldn't stop talking and like there was there was a lot of good stuff right so what i loved about that podcast carrie is i thought that podcast captured the essence of what it means to be a cuber with cubers true like i thought it, it captured the essence perfectly like the, the most enjoyable component about cubing, we say this all the time, is the friends that you make, right? Mm. But like, you know, like you, you get a lot of like vlog content, competition content, but like this is just a little bit like more pulled back behind the scenes. We're all in a house together. We're all hanging out. You're probably not gonna record it, but like you're probably playing board games. You're mm-hmm. probably, you know, just, you know what I mean, just just hanging out. Yeah, it's, it's a that's like why do parents hold barbecues in their backyard for all their friends? It's yeah, just I mean, to, it's just this. Yeah. It's it's a moment in time where you get to see all of your friends, and I think as you get older, those moments become more and more special, and I think those podcasts really encapsulate that really really well. In fact, even like I think a couple of those people in that podcast are like, I don't care. That it's uh, yeah, I, I don't cube. Club. I don't, I don't like, care about cubing. I'm just oh, here to yeah, have a yeah. good time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah totally. I remember like Aiden said like, "Oh, I'm like I'm not that much into cubing anymore. Like I'm more into like rock climbing." But the retreat is just so fun. Exactly. To you know, hang out with friends for a weekend. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And like I, I definitely relate to that feeling. Um, but yeah, like 
I think what will happen is, you know, five, ten years from now, a lot of the people, like, all of us, like, some of us might drift, drift away from cubing, but that's, like, an archive of, like, mm -hmm. as you said, a moment in time, like, what the memes were in, in the cubing world at the time, or, like, what people's <laughs> kind of uh, perception of the cube club was at the time. Yeah. It's all, like, frozen and, like, recorded in this time capsule. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a moment in time. You'll never, never forget it, and it's just like precious in a way. But one guarantee: ten years down the road, six two five will still be Mitch's PR. Six two five. Oh, okay. oh no, that, that's brutal. Uh, hey, to be, no, no, ten, well, look, absolutely at, brutal. At this rate, you might get ten, another six two five. Exactly. At ten, at ten years from now, he's in twenty thirty three. He's gonna get another six two five. But that's the pattern. So, that's the I know. Pattern. Yeah, I really feel like like. Before he got 625 again, I did think, okay, all memes fade with time and then Fancy will fade. But once he got it again, he pretty much met, like cemented he, he refreshed that it will it. last another 10 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He refreshed it. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah. there is a non-zero non chance that Mitch in the next 10 years retires, quote-unquote, from cubing. And when he retires, he'll stop improving in speed. And therefore, there's a very realistic chance of 65. This is gonna forever. live forever, yeah. And he decides to come back in like 2032. And guess what? What is his next best off gonna be? Probably he's gonna tie 65 Six, for 60. a third time. Man, man. I think that's a non-zero oh, chance. Oh my god. I, yeah. I think, I think a it's much more than Mitch. Much more than non-zero. What if we were? I think it's like close. Yeah, I know. Like, well, I honestly think that like a lot of my stats on my profile are probably never gonna get beaten, and so like I have to. You know, it, it's like at some point you realize, like, oh, 30.5 might be my three blind PR forever. And I think for, for Mitch, like, 625 is not a bad way to go. Uh, <laughs> I realize by saying this, this I'm point, sort of... definitely not, yeah. I mean, at this I point, like, I think actually, it's like one of the most. Go ahead. I, th I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I think if I was Mitch, if I had to end my cubing career with 625, I would it might be feel really sweet. bad. Yeah, it would, it, it would be really sweet. bad. It would be like, man, I really never lived out this meme. But hey, dude, Mitch. Oh, Mitch, that's true. Didn't Mitch got a pure? He got a pure sub eight average, right? At sixty five. Not pure. I think he was the last all was not counting. It was the, okay. Okay. The it was not but in any case, so you know, he sh he's showing signs of a uh, of improvement. So you know, like yeah, continue rooting to improve and like. I, yeah, I'm rooting for you, Mitch. I, I'm not saying that, like, you are destined to be locked into this 65. I, I remember when I was, like, younger, I did notice that people's singles and averages tend to be about two seconds apart. So if you can get a sub-8 average, you could probably get a sub-6 single. Yeah, um, interesting. Yeah. But, like, I say this as someone who's, like, three seconds slower, so whatever. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, I well, think that's a great that's a great podcast to, yeah. to the great episode to select as your favorite episode, Carrie. I, I think I think oh, if I had thank, to pick, thank you. So I think if I had to pick what my favorite episode was, the very first episode that comes to mind has to be has to be the the one with Heidi. I think that one has to be the one yeah. I, I I have to pick that one oh. simply because it was so much fun recording that podcast. Like setting up that because podcast we like... in like I don't even remember which competition it was some some random Berkeley competition we're outside like during lunch uh, the three of us are just there and, and Heidi is also there we just set up the laptop set up the set up the um, cameras and just just go um, and we talked about loads of fun stuff got to know her a little bit better too um, 
I've, I yeah, have, I like, only like... fond memories from that. Yeah, I have to agree that, like, I think I talked more, I got to know Heidi, like, more in that podcast in that one hour than I had, like, ever before then. Because, hmm. like, I just knew that she was a really fast cuber from, like, from our area. And, like, she was breaking world, not world records, but I guess, like, female world records. But I didn't know, like, what her, like, internal thoughts were when she was getting those times. Right. Until that podcast. Right, right, right. And I, and I think it was, it, it was good to, to kind of talk to her and kind of, like, break that ice a little bit. Um, because I think it's not necessarily the easiest um, to, to get to know someone necessarily. Um, but I think the podcast format was because like the three of us are casual and the three of us, let's face it, are a bunch of idiots anyway. So we're fooling around. It makes it a lot easier. I think for, for the guests to also like relax, loosen up a little bit. Um, and yeah, so, and I think that that was great. Um, and I think since, since then she's become one of the friends of, uh, Cuber's life. So yeah, I think we, we gained a good friend that day too. That's really yeah. true. I feel like just like like I, I've always known Heidi, but I feel like that podcast like developed the friendship a lot more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like for for one reason or another. Also for that podcast episode, I just wanted to shout out the fact that the Blue Yeti is a workhorse. Yeah, the Blue Yeti is an absolute monster. Like that podcast should sound like absolute dog poop. It should <laughs> like, sound terrible, but but it sounds it should sound we're, we're good. In a noisy venue, right? Yeah, pretty yeah. noisy venue, but I think uh, we adjusted the gain a little bit, and I think I put some uh, noise can um, some noise reduction on it in post processing. But I mean, it sounds quite good. And the other thing to note is we all have different like um, levels of speaking. I think like I- I'm pretty loud, and Heidi is very quiet. So, but it but it still like captured the the four of us pretty well, I would say. Yeah, and we weren't leaning into the microphone at any point Correct. to like capture the absolute best audio. We were just able to have a conversation and the blue yeti picked it up with you know a little bit of ambient noise but i just i just love it i just wanted to highlight that the other thing is content creator and you're looking for a mic a blue yeti is a great choice this this guy um Mm -hmm. the other thing is i actually kind of liked a little bit of ambient noise i think like having that that's why i I add music to the background of these right because otherwise like if it's just there there are times where it's just silent and at that point it's like i don't know it feels a little awkward maybe it's just me but uh, I like no, there I to could be a little that. bit of noise. I think yeah. um, also like the fact that, that that episode was at a competition, you know, like other people are doing their official solves and being called in. It's like the podcast was sort of happening in the hustle bustle of the Cuban community anyway. Like you want to feel like right, right. Even even yeah. if you, like the focus is not the Cubers in the back, like we're in a place with lots of other Cubers right now, mm-hmm. and you can feel their presence. It's like the concrete jungle where dreams are made of, right? Yeah, oh, that's where I am right now. <laughs> I, I'm in New York, the concrete jungle uh, where dreams are made of. I, I didn't know that that was like a real phrase. There's nothing the you concrete, can't do. I thought no, no, the concrete no, jungle a, was just like... It's um, it's a lyric. From it's Alicia Keys. Oh. Alicia Keys. Oh, Empire State of Mind? Mm-hmm. Ah, I think so. Okay. okay. I guess yeah, it's a, wow. it's a great song, by the way. I think We're, anyone like, actually. I don't know if everyone knows it because it got taken off of a lot of licensing. Oh, it did. I think Jay Z Jay Z took it off like oh. of a lot of places. Hmm. Interesting. I did hear that there was well, some Jay Z nonsense that was going on with like licensing music. Yeah, something like that. Great song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that is a side tangent. This is New York behind me. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 blackness. Do you want to do you want to tell a little bit of like uh? Do you want to tell everyone? A, you know what I just realized, Carrie, and this is like actually oh, yeah? pretty funny. I find that it has turned into a little bit of an adventure of where Carrie is gonna be. Yeah, yeah. Where in the world oh. is Carrie? Home? Not only like because obviously we know you're somewhere, right? But for the, for yeah. the audience, they're just like the, the background is Carrie. different. Yeah, what, I know. Yeah. So like that, that's I true because like I, once I was like, in Yosemite. Yeah. Which is actually really oh, funny. Yeah. So, like, what are you what are you up to in New York, if you don't mind sharing? Oh yeah, for sure. So, um, I should get my phone so I can show some screenshots. But one of my other side hobbies is running this YouTube channel. It's like an animated cartoon show called Battle for Dream Island, and me and like other animators in that sort of space, we host a meetup with our fans about once a year, around like June or July. And this year we wanted to have two locations so that like the East Coast and West Coast fans can both enjoy it. So the LA meetup was last week and it was a huge success, you know. Actually, I got to meet Rosie O'Donnell. So like, oh, I can I... like show photos of that. Um, <laughs> and then in, in, a, in a couple days, we're gonna have the New York meetup. And I was gonna like, okay, I'll go grab my phone. It'll take like 30 seconds just cause I think there's like some like Ooh. photos there that I could like show. But that's all like outside the topic of cubing. But that that's why I'm in New York. Basically, like the fans signed up to meet me, my brother, Adam Katz, and a bunch of other friends. And it's like, if they pay tickets to see me, I'd better show up. <laughs> hmm. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. That, but yeah. Pretty, pretty cool yeah. opportunity. Cause I do know that you were in um in SoCal last weekend, right? Um But I oh, just think it's yeah. it's really yeah, it's really cool to sort of um kind of like have the listeners of the podcast also if if your listener only maybe doesn't apply to you but it's like this fun little like easter egg game of like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i wonder i wonder what carrie's up to carrie's like, background you know, keeps changing all the time we're always so. in the same background well, right like me yeah <laughs> well I, I think i mean i haven't been traveling that much like I'm trying to think like what other locations I've filmed from. Well, you oh, no, my your, grandma's house. Yeah, yeah, you're at your grandma's house once. Uh, also Yosemite. Um, I think those are the three. I, I, there was the three. I feel like I, there was I, one more. Well, I could list off all the places I've been, but I don't think that like that would I necessarily make it hard to was. Down, yeah. What happened yeah, to I, I don't um, think that, no, like a podcast Carrie that might have happened. Somewhere. Carrie went somewhere after Manu went to Japan. I just oh I went to Australia 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 yeah. I forgot about that but I don't think we did any podcast episodes from there did I don't we? think we recorded yeah because oh, I think I the time difference maybe was too didn't. wild yeah maybe yeah because it would have been like like eight wild. hours or nine hours different um no it is wild then never mind maybe yeah that I guess just for us to know <laughs> yeah but I, I guess that you know that is proof that like you know I you know it's not that I'm the only traveler like Manu like you went to Japan so that is that's like, true yeah that did that's true. We have both been seeing the world. Well, that's true. But I mean, Chai's gonna go to Worlds. I, I think Carrie may or may not. Oh, go to in Worlds, Korea. So, yeah, we're, we're all in Korea. international this year. Yeah. That'll be really exciting. I'm down for that. I know. South Korea, uh, Japan, Australia—they're all in the same time zone, roughly. Like actually, north yeah. south. They're like. Actually, yeah, that is kind of interesting because Korea and Japan are on the same time. So. True. True. Yeah. Oh, that's the, yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense because they're so close by. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I'll go grab my phone, like, just for the fun of it, but, like, yeah, I guess this is slightly off-tangent, but, you know, that's why it's over-inspected. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. not just cubing. Okay, I'll be back. Indeed.
Chai, in the meantime, about... uh, why don't you why don't you tell us about your favorite episode of the podcast so far? I think uh, oh, my you're, favorite. You're, the, you're the last one. I don't think you can get away from want... this, dude. Yeah, I definitely want Carrie to be able to like hear this one, so I just wanted to give like a little like Oh, nice, nice. I, I was just sort of thinking about like the Heidi um the Heidi episode. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that one. And I think that episode could be a model going forward of like some of the execution of River Inspected, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's no secret that we want to do more in person podcasts. That's and obviously secret, it's yeah. not it's not possible every single week logistically. But I think we had a very, very like unique setup and I really, really enjoyed it. Like and I loved the intimate atmosphere component to it. And it was just it felt so it was sort of like cubing um not cubing in a tent. It was the one that Carrie was talking about with the Cal Cube Club. It felt very mm. real. It just felt like Cubers talking about cubing. You know? Yeah. Just, yeah. That was that's the essence of over inspected, right? Um but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Carrie, you said you had some photos, right? And this is exclusive to oh. video-only podcast oh, listeners. All right. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think I can show you because, like, uh, this shows spoiler spoilers from the next episode, which isn't premiering until July 9th. But I don't know. If, this episode no, this, won't come out until after July then, yeah. Nah, yeah. Yeah, so I think I can show this. Ooh, sneak peek. But by the way, also, I was going to say, I, I do agree that... Like, the Heidi episode was really cool. I just wanted to, like, I didn't want to interrupt that train of thought. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. like, so this is the venue Ooh. that we had it at. Oh, you can't really see it that oh, well. Oh, see, the episode is happening over there. Oh, I see. Whoa, it's and... not even that blurry. That's kind of the, it's very clear where this is. Wait, let me turn the volume up. North Hollywood, all right. Oh, I see. So it's a premiere for one of the episodes. Huh? Yeah, it was like a screening. Oh, that's cool. Very, very cool. I dig it. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. That's honestly... So... These events are massive. That's crazy. Yeah, that's super cool. So there's a, me. <laughs> but... <laughs> Got a little carry-on candy camera. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was like, um, I guess... A candid camera like live footage of the screening and i have to like um thank adam my friend because like he was the one who found the venue and sort of managed everything because i don't know how he found a place like that yeah me neither like it, like even as a competition organizer the first thing i think of is like how did he get that venue <laughs> yeah oh my goodness oh you're, yeah you're in too deep yeah, like that's yeah, just yeah. like the, for every time I'm in a facility, I'm like, how can I book this place, <laughs> dude? Oh my goodness, um, dude! Chida Prethams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to the we went to the wedding, and the first thing Chai says is like, 300 person comp, easy. We need to do it. And he called, like, he sent an email, I think, to the people of that of that like little center, and then I think he later he tried to call them, and then they just ghosted him. Yeah, it was at oh. so, yeah, it was at least a 300. Like I just like I walked into well, Preetham's wedding. I'm like, Manu, this is a 300 person competition right now. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, let me well, count how many round tables are right here. Right yeah, now. I, I, I remember that. Yeah, spectator yeah. space. <laughs> I mean, do you think the wedding itself had 300 people, or are you like assuming uh, at a competition not. you can fit? It probably had less. Like probably the density less, of yeah. cubers, because I guess a lot of cubers are kids. Like you can probably like fit more of them in you the can same building. Squish them. It was a bigger venue yeah. than I think anything we've hosted a competition in 
Northern California. Wait, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. It wasn't that. I, it's oh, not, it's I not think bigger it's than bigger Pauly. than. It was not bigger than Polly. It's Pauly. almost bigger than Polly. Maybe the aspect ratio is different, but. I think it's a, it's more square than Polly. It is more square. That's true. Yeah. But. But also, I mean, like, I, I'm just saying, it's a great venue space, and Polly is like once in a. Polly is like a blessing to have Polly, pretty much. But, but yeah. Yeah, it's and, and I, nice I think to that, spread the wealth. That, that's true. It's cool that's true. that. that these college campuses like you can go back to again and again because I imagine like every time you reuse a venue it's a lot easier to like set up everything because you already know like the inner workings of it how much it's going to cost and like, how yeah. much space it can fit like, especially with uh, the Berkeley events staff like I think they do a pretty good job like uh, setting things like setting up the chairs and tables for us ahead of time and I think they do a pretty good job oh yeah that. so it, it makes our job a lot easier that's for sure Oh, that, yeah, that's, that's really nice of the Berkeley staff. Like, shout out to them. True. They work yeah. long hours, too. They do. They, they work do. hours that, you know, you know, it's kind of crazy um, that they even allow this, but shout out to Berkeley staff. At least it happens. Um, yeah. I guess I'll, I'll sort of, like, talk about my favorite episode to kind of, like, keep the podcast moving along. Um, but my favorite episode, oh, given the answers that you guys gave... It's interesting. You guys both gave season two episodes. That's true. Yeah. Right. I was thinking, so, are we limiting the question to just season two? No. Or all of it? I think I I was thinking. I think personally, I do have a favorite. I think the Heidi episode is probably my favorite, just because of all the factors involved. Mm -hmm. But you know, obviously, there are other great episodes. Oh yeah. And I yeah, think the totally. one that the the one that really stands out to me is similar to how Carrie felt about his episode with the Berkeley Cube Club. But I actually found that my, I think the episode that I think of that I really want to share means a lot to me, is I think it is the episode after We Made a Studio, which is Pritham yeah. as our first guest. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I Th think there's that, a few reasons yeah. for this, right? And the few reasons for this is, at, if you watch that podcast, we clearly did not know like everything we wanted to do. Um, I think someone even commented, now that you guys are doing in-person podcasts, you guys have to wear pants. <laughs> oh, were we not wearing pants? At I don't I mean, I'm not like long pants. We're all wearing short pants. And it was just like really funny watching that. It just stood out so clearly. And it just, it, it reminded me of how not like serious to sort of take all of this and you know yeah. it's good fun and at the end of well, the day that podcast was really predicated on the founding of Cuber's Live that episode was really like it was actually the season one finale and now that I think about it it really turned into a reminiscing of what was yeah I guess you're right which yeah because is I the think... whole the whole thing about season two season season finale here is we're reminiscing and now that I think about it we did the same exact thing on the season one season finale yeah that's what it ended up being I mean we talked about like uh, the founding of Cubers Live how Pritham started Cubers Live and uh, Toasty Puzzle Cup um, and then we talked a little bit about like streaming comps and stuff when we were getting back into that and you're actually right yeah I remember history repeats itself huh? For for, for that episode, or maybe the one before it, like, if you look at the timestamps for what we talked about over time, like, 
it's almost like funny how many topics we like jump between because <laughs> we were like reminiscing about so much i guess um but yeah i i remember like recording those two episodes and it was fun because like i would drive out to like film it with you guys and then afterward like we'd go and get like dinner after i like, was gonna say yeah yeah that was mm -hmm. one of the i think the funnest parts was um i think it was just like the four of us or in the in the we built a studio episode the three of us um going out to just like just eat food and just just chill i mean yeah that, yeah, that was that was that was really fun i really enjoyed it yeah i agree and i think that the the vibe of our conversations when it's like not on the podcast is like <laughs> even more like chill um because mm -hmm. like i guess yeah like we don't even have an audience listening at that point but it was like a, a way to yeah i guess like we didn't realize it was gonna be the end of the season but it did sort of end up summarizing the season anyway i'm, I'm gonna try to find that episode yeah it, it was a it was a fun episode and i i don't think like like carrie mentioned i don't think the content was that great but i i love nostalgia and I love, like, the gatherings. And I mm -hmm. think, you know, it's actually, we all picked episodes in person. We, huh, that's interesting. Yeah, we did all. <laughs> yeah, we oh, we did, we did. Uh, <laughs> Heidi, the uh, Pre-Thumb, and actually all and with Club. other people as well. And Berkeley yeah, Club. Cube yeah, Club. Like, we ended up, it's just one of those things where I feel like, the greatest thing about Over Inspected is we are able to capture the most intimate moments of what it means to be a cuber. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like all sides, not just the performing or solving or even the competitions, but right, also. Right. Yeah. Right. And th that's the... that's exactly what, what my goal was with at least the with the pre episode and definitely the Heidi episode as well. I think like going into that, I had an idea of like, okay, well, the first half we can talk about cubing, right? The second half, no cubing. We have to talk about other things, like like you know what 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 do you tell golf. us about you as a person? Yeah, golf. Or I think um, yeah. Pritam told us about like yeah like here's how like we started like Cubers Live and other stuff too. So I, and I think that's really important because I think like bring the guest is has value not just for their cubing capability but also as like a person that you can interact with. And it sound, that sounds like so, it sounds stupid to say, but I think it's really, really cool to just like get to know people. And I think that's one of the best opportunities that the podcast has given and hopefully will continue to give us in the future. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. Just like getting to know people better. And I also found the like description. This is actually not from the Pretham episode, but the one before we made a studio. Right. I was going to say, yeah. hold on, hold on. So if you're listening on, on audio only, timestamp 520 says degenerates gen z y2k and then podcast, yeah. and then podcast how, analytics and then after that it was like yeah, a how are any of this related oh that's right how but many years funny, like, is many years oh god i remember that getting rid of filler words <laughs> yeah i think we were talking about saying like or um all the time dude i but i think what's funny is near the near the bottom it says back to asymmetry right, lol right. so that means Oh. We talked about asymmetry at some point, wanted to do something else, and it came back to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking yeah. about how asymmetry is like the true sign of objective beauty. Right, right, right. Yeah, that oh, was I the you, that's the, that's I the philosophy I think you were section. saying that, Chai. Yeah, yeah, that was the imperfection, the philosophy part. But you know what I yeah. also noticed? In this podcast, I talked about 
how I was super, super self-conscious about using filler words. Yeah. And I think, Manu, you were sort of like defending me. Like, it's at the, at, at the end of the day, it's not yeah. so bad to yeah, use it's not, them. It's not that bad. Because it shows, it shows that you're trying to think about what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know me, I tried to get better at being a podcaster. And I tried to get better at, like, not using all those words. And I think, you know, I'm really, really listening to all these podcasts. Sometimes I'm doing a way better job. There you go. Of being what you would call an order of sport of sorts. Okay, okay. An order. Yeah. I, I've become I mean, better I've become better at it. I I guess I can't remember what it was like doing episode one, two, and three, whether I heard a lot of filler words. I guess our brains just kind of they just delete them glance just over delete them. them. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. they just delete them yeah. from their memory. Mm-hmm. But you know, when I talk to you now, I I don't know. I feel like you, you are very coherent. Maybe more coherent than me right now. Like I'm <laughs> struggling <laughs> well, to like. Thing. Once you start talking about filler words, you just can't stop thinking about it. You're that like, is, that's oh, true. No. That's true. That's true. It's I, I can't. Say I, it I, I've definitely I done this on. There. I've definitely done this on the yeah. podcast before. But it's like the time when you're manually breathing, right? If I tell you that, then now like you can't stop manually breathing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm breathing manually so, and blinking. So, Sorry, everyone. Yeah. Sorry, children. I'm trying to find a comfortable place to put your tongue in your mouth. Oh my! Oh, that that would have to be the the most awkward. I think I now like I really now I feel like tongue in my. It's okay, Manu. It was always there. You just forgot about it. Oh, and now no. you're giving it all the attention it deserves. But it's so weird. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's so strange. Um, it's so strange. Guys, I think, I think this is almost the end of the finale, and I think we should end on a positive outlook what do you guys think is going to be the word to define over inspected season three season three if you could describe it in one word oh i don't know actually let's play an easier game how would you use one word to describe season two because for me i answered that question my answer to that question is execution Okay, interesting. We executed in all the mistakes from season one. Okay. I would say so renaissance. I would label s- season two. So mine is like on the same vein. I think mine is like renaissance, right? So like we took the ideas from season one and then we built upon them and then we made them we made them better um, than they have been before. I think I actually do think the content was better overall. Um, and I think we did I, th- I think our setups improved a little bit. I think the the editing pipeline improved a little bit. We were a little bit more experimental. You know, we have shorts now, right? That was that's the thing that we've never done before. That's true. The yeah. numbers were looking are looking a lot better. You know, so um, yeah. So I, I would say it's a little bit of a renaissance um, from where Overinspected had ended last June, um, and you know, there was, in theory it was possible that was just the end. That there was just not going to be any more. But uh, I mean, came back from the ashes and. Bigger, better, stronger than ever, and we're feeling we're feeling good. Carrie, what would you guys pick such good words? Like, yeah, both picked like like twelve letter words, <laughs> which makes you sound so smart. So if if I pick like the good as my the word, now I'm gonna look like a dum dum. Okay, so actually, to be honest, good was the exact first word I thought of. I think I thought of. Oh. I, think, I think I thought of like well, I didn't want or something. So yeah, I I didn't want to pick good. Well, if you pick uh, great, it's one extra letter. That also, is true. If you pick better, it's two extra two letters, extra like your cats. True. <laughs> oh, best. 
Oh, that's too uh, Oh, no, 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 that's going down. You're not smart anymore. I'm scrolling through the episodes right now to try to figure out a word. Um, I, I, I wanted to just say, like, rule-breaking, which sounds like a bad thing, but, like, in the sense that, like, I think we had how about How about rules. innovative? Innovative. That's a lot better. Innovative. It's a lot more positive. Okay, okay, okay. For every episode of season one, except for the, like, we build a studio one, it was kind of, like, the same format, I want to say, but then, like, when I'm scrolling through this and I see that, like, there's the ones where we had the Berkeley Cube Club in mm -hmm. Los Angeles, mm -hmm. it's like, I can tell those are, like, very visually different, and, like... Well, that maybe that's because someone was too lazy to make a thumbnail, but... <laughs> oh, no, 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 it's not on you. I mean, it's also on me for, like, not bringing headphones or, like... Like, I've, everything was different, but in an innovative way. Like, I think a lot of our ideas of what had to be in an episode were, like, thrown out the window. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know... Ooh. Oh, no, like, uh, the, the best example of that is the dark secret of North American Championships. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is, like, the, <laughs> the most rule-breaking episode there is. Yeah. Wait, does that episode have more than 100 views now? It's 125. Really? Wow, that's surprising. It's more viewed for, for something that was more viewed than like the three. It's more viewed than the three episodes before See, it, even. That's if crazy. you guys are if you guys are listening and you're unaware, I'm pretty sure that episode is actually not one of the forty episodes. We labeled it episode correct. X one. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> X one. A complete complete so, troll I mean, episode. So. Oh, it is X one. <laughs> you never know when X two is gonna show up. Yeah, it could be sooner than you think. So. Yeah, it could be sooner than uh -oh. what, what does X mean? Maybe we plotted this all along. Maybe it means oh, something. Oh, massive brain. Yeah, big brain. Maybe. Okay. So we all we had I had execution, Manu had Renaissance, and Carrie had innovative. Now the question yeah. is, do we think that season three is should we use the same words to describe what we want season three to be? Interesting. I, I personally I, don't I, I like innovative. Word to be exec I don't okay. like execution for season three. Interesting. Okay. I yeah. think I actually don't want to say innovative again for season three. Really? Um, I think we've already been doing this, but the word I would want for season three is personal because I think oh. I like, oh. as we were saying, you know, people getting to know us as people and like us getting to know our, our audience as people, mm. Um, mm. which like that has been happening, but I wouldn't want it to stop. Yeah, Interesting. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can totally. I, that's actually really, really good. So Manu wants to use innovative. Carrie wants to use the word personal. Hmm. Then you can use the word good. <laughs> I think. I think the word that I, you know, I said this off the podcast, but I think I really, really think that for season three, I want the podcast to feel intimate. Okay. So I think pretty much i'm pretty you know i i think um and i think it will be i think like if you guys think about all the podcast episodes that we still have planned that we want to do but yeah we still have a lot intimate, planned a lot of those are intimate episodes a lot of those are going to be deep dives and i think that a lot of the content from season two if we really really look at break it down it was impromptu things happening along with breaking news yeah a lot yeah. of that right yeah. oh that's true and like then, the world record averages and then, and then our travel and then um and then our normally scheduled program right and like in 20 episodes you can't really get too much of it 
of like what we had planned this whole time and I think in season three I really think we're gonna start to see maybe the right word is blossom I think are gonna I'm gonna see our content blossom into like mature yeah and I yeah. think Ooh, that's yeah. a very uh yeah very yeah. like visual word a very floral word yeah maybe blossoming is the right word I think I'm season three is gonna be the the season of blossoming yeah I mean I could I could totally see it and there's a lot that the podcast has already gone through um, because as Carrie mentioned like we've been doing this like right now I think we're pretty close to almost exactly the year and a half mark since we started doing the podcast in um, in January 2022 um, so you know the podcast has come a long way we've come a long way lots of stuff has changed for us um, and I guess to do a very very minor leak a lot of stuff left to be planned uh, sorry a lot of stuff is planned that is going to happen in the in the sh- near future as well. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm ready for the ride. Um, and I hope that you all are ready for the ride as well. Um, I think we're getting pretty close to wrapping it up. So one thing I do want to say before we do end it is I think the podcast would not be possible without all of the listeners. Um, whether you subscribe, don't subscribe, you know, that that bit does not matter that much. Um, but if you just listen to the podcast at all and you find like the things, if you find that this podcast helps you in any way, then that's, that means a lot to us. It means a lot to me. I'm, and I'm sure it means a lot to Carrie and Michael as well. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, um, I don't think we would do this podcast if it weren't for like people interacting with them and especially like saying hi to us at the actual competitions. Um, Mm -hmm. like it's a conversation between us but it's also with the audience members so keep you know if you see us in public you know say hi that's the best part of it yeah yeah 100 yeah. you know and like we're we're not like these like i don't think any of us are like too big to be touched or whatever right like i, I don't like i don't want the ego to get to my head at least right like at the end of the day like i'm just a goon so like you should ne- like never feel never feel shy to come up and say hi um, I was quite humbled when someone asked me to autograph one of their cubes, I think, at 625. Um, and someone oh. asked me to autograph their shirt. Man, at, uh... let's, let's be real. That, that, that's... Man, Manu, you're in over your head. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. I on, missed Manu. 625. I should have gone on. just like, to I, get I my autograph. What can like, I say? Dude, dude uh, you, you know Ben? Ben asked me to sign his shirt on behalf of Cubers Live um, at Western Champs, so... Did he? He asked me to sign his shirt, and I signed Vivek Verma. So <laughs> <laughs> you just straight trolled him. You trolled him. Yeah. It's because he asked Vivek to sign it right before me, and Vivek was like, nah. <laughs> Wait, and he said no? Wait, why? Well, he ended up not doing it for whatever reason or another. Hmm. And then okay. I decided to write, you know. Oh, that's so thing. funny. That's so funny. Oh, Vivek is just too cool for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. No, Vivek. We're still good. We're still good. Yeah, yeah. I I have a proposal here. Ooh, to end proposal. Off this podcast to end off this podcast, Manu, editor in the sky, can all three of us do the 07 emoji and sign out to some Ludwig fade music? Oh, that's gonna be hard, but let's see if we can do it. I actually, I don't know if I know the Ludwig fade music. I don't know if I know the Ludwig fade music either, so I'm gonna have to look for it. Wait, I, I'm not matching you guys. That should be this way. Over inspectors, it has been a wild journey, and it is time for us to end season two. And we'll see you on season three. Over inspector out. Over inspector out.
see you in season three. Uh-oh.